Yo, what's good? My name is Lawrence Phillips, and you're listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. If you're new to the show, our goal here is to create some content, some fantastic content for athletes, parents, coaches. We tell stories, have laughs, and go into everything that is the end game of athletic performance, helping athletes achieve their optimal performance and be the best they can possibly be. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, Mr. Lawrence Phillips, man beater, mm-hmm. beater of men, right? professional MMA. You get paid for beating people up. Correct. Lawrence, this is interesting, bud. You're, uh-huh. So this is, we, we've, we've trained some professional athletes. You're, you're our only professional MMA guy. Mm. So this is, this is a very unique realm that we're in because you can't really be weak anywhere right. in anything that you right. do. Um, but before we dive into all that, Lawrence, for the tens of people that listen to the show who might not know you who you are and, and why you're such a big deal, tell these people who you are and why you're uh, so Lawrence Phillips, uh, problem May fighter uh, of my career. I want to say I'm 12 and 1 in my fights. Uh, pretty much all first round finishes, Gamma World Champion. I'm, I was actually born in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. You know, uh, worked our way down to Alabama, been in Rockford since my freshman year of high school. 10 plus years I've been here in Rockford. Mm-hmm. Uh, 29 now. Uh, I just like fighting. Yeah. yeah. You're 29 years old? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. You're prime of your life right there. Yeah. Fighting-wise, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. That's, pretty, that's a sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. You know, some heavyweights are older, so I'm still pretty young for a heavyweight. Okay. Yeah. Heavyweights are older. Yeah. What? Yeah. Some what? Be like, more than the younger guys? More, I'm uh, sorry, for, more than the lighter, lighter guys? Lighter weights, yeah. yeah, they're usually a lot younger. Really? Yeah. I don't know why that is, but yeah, a lot of heavyweights are usually... Uh, older huh mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah be like mid 30s uh, early 30s around that age okay right? yeah okay crazy crazy mm-hmm. crazy so your background and now you currently teach at auburn high school correct correct some some, some physical education yeah there we go does that do that coach wrestling so i'm kind of all over the place okay yeah so w- what's your background growing up what would we do sport wise in which to, uh, which to get you, you know it's crazy i never really uh did a sport because we moved so much growing up was always hopping from house to house city to city you know so never could really like commit to like hey let's do football you know i see a lot of kids parents put them in clubs and stuff you know i i I never had that opportunity you know uh i played some backyard football you know rough house with the guys in the neighborhood you know but never really committed to any sport until uh i would say uh, my junior year of high school, okay. you know, uh, had a full football season, had a full wrestling season. That's when I started wrestling. Okay. You know, that's oh, my you didn't start until your junior year. Junior year. Wow. Yeah. I just, you know, I used to fight a lot in the streets. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, guys in the hood was really good at <laughs> punching. And I didn't like getting hits. I always wanted to grab them and slam them, yeah. you know, this was years ago. But uh, yeah, I always had a knack for wrestling, okay. just, na- you know, natural. And so when I started wrestling, it was, you know, second nature to me. Yeah. You know, I just caught on really fast, you know, and I uh, got really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. That, so it's crazy because my kids wrestle and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so interesting that, I mean, even, I mean, they're young, they're 11 years old. Even my eight year old will go against kids that you can tell they've been doing it for four mm-hmm. years. Five right. Years. You can tell the difference. And oh my gosh. And he will get destroyed in, in, in seconds. And, yeah. and it, it, even, you know, and they wrestle for like mm-hmm. two ish, three seasons. Um, even read at the age of 11, similar thing. Like he, he will destroy 
people who are brand new to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I mean, again, he's going against kids who have been doing this for six, seven years already. Right, right. And it makes like, a difference. He will get destroyed. So for you to start it that late mm-hmm. and be that successful, at it, that's yeah. that's holy cow. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't easy, you know. Uh, wrestling for Auburn, you know, we weren't the greatest program, mm-hmm. you know, but I always uh, coach there for wrestling. Uh, Chris Charbonneau, Christopher Charbonneau. Okay, years ago, uh, he was my coach the two years I wrestled there, you know, but I think. Uh, if you can find that time to get the extra mat time and you really want it, you can definitely, you know, uh, get better at it. And it's easier for me to say, too, because mm-hmm. I'm a heavyweight. So the skill set is different at heavyweight versus a, a 25-pounder who's going yeah. to wrestle. You know, them guys move so much more. Yeah. What what heavyweights, it can be – a lot of it can be the strength and athleticism and a touch of technique versus those smaller guys where they have to be good at everything, every position. You know, most heavyweights, once you get them to your back, you know, they kind of just flop. So it's a little easier, you know, it's a little easier to come in and get good at heavyweight wow. races like those lighter weights and be a lot tougher. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wrestled in football, mm-hmm. junior and senior year. Correct. Okay. We finish up high school. And then what? Where do we go? I, mean, I actually went to college and wrestled. Okay. You know, I kind of wanted to go into the military with that route. Uh, that, that didn't happen. So pretty much for a whole year, you know, I was kind of finding myself you know, a uh, little homeless here and there, hopping from friend house to friend house, you know, kind of trying to figure out what I really want to do with myself. And, you know, couldn't get into the military, you know, all dreams were really lost. And I was like, you know what? I don't have anything. What what can I lose going to college? And then I'm going to college and having a pretty good experience. There with that. we go. Mm-hmm. Got a PE degree? Is that, that, yeah, is that the major? Yeah, I got my minor in psychology. Okay. I got my... Uh, undergrad in kinesiology okay and i got my master's in teaching nice mm-hmm. where'd you go for which one uh, all of them all three of them okay. my uh, my associate's degree went to north north iowa community college okay my bachelor's i went to uh st cloud state university okay. and my master's i went to ru okay mm-hmm. there we go yeah look at you mm-hmm. there we go that's fantastic so how so g- g- give me to this this mma piece when did we start when did when did high school football and wrestling turn into hey I want to I want to try and knock people out for a living? Well, well, you know wrestling is a is a form of martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, never thought I would be a martial artist when I was in high school around that time. I think uh, MMA was just starting to break out. Mm-hmm. You know, you was kind of hearing about it here and there, but yeah. it wasn't that big. No. You know, and then uh, never thought I would be doing it. <laughs> you know, uh, my one of my boys out here, my friends, he. Uh, he was into that fighting and all that stuff. And I was just hanging out with him because he can give me access to go wrestle on the mat somewhere. That's all I yeah. wanted because that's all I cared about at the time. You know, so I was kind of around it. You know, uh, Curtis Blaze, I don't know if you guys know him mm-hmm. or not, but big UFC fighter. I want to say he's like top five right now. Okay. I would go to his gym back in the day and train with him, you know, just wrestle okay. with him and stuff. Where's he at? Uh, he was out at Midwest Training Center in Schaumburg. Okay. So I'll go out there just to wrestle him. You know, but he wasn't as popular back then yeah. as he is now. So this is after high school. You were doing this was during you, high school. Oh, this was during, during high, school. high school. Oh, geez. yeah, and like right after high school too. Okay, like that year I took off. Okay, so you still had the itch to to wrestle. Yeah. You know, most of the time when guys are done with wrestling, they're done with wrestling. Dude, I was still new to it. Okay, you know, my junior year, so like I was enjoying it so much. I would learn. I'm like, man, I can get better at this. It's yeah. so much fun. I never had a passion for anything growing up. You know, and it was like, oh man, I found my passion. I'm in love with this. You know, so. I always wanted to uh, have an opportunity to keep mm-hmm. doing it whenever I could. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, what got me into it was that was when I was like kind of getting around it a little bit, but I didn't really care for it, you know. And in college, my brother kept asking me, like, uh, he just got the military and he was fighting. He like, oh man, you should try this and stuff. And I'm still wrestling, so I'm like, man, I don't care about any of this. I don't, I want to wrestle, you know. And it honestly, it was kind of scary, you know. Like, I don't want to get knocked out, even though I'm, I'm all ego. I'm like, I can beat those guys up, you know. But I had no clue, you know. So I get done with uh, college. I'm out here working uh, at a, another company out here before I started teaching. Uh, while I was still getting my master's, and I was like, man, like life is kind of boring, you know. Like I want to do something, you know. And I went down finally, you know. I went down to the gym. After listening to this podcast, and it was talking about like fearing what it what it was, and it was false evidence appearing real. For years, I was scared to you know get into it, you know. And I'm like, I put these ideas in my head on why I would lose or why I couldn't beat this guy, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm like, they haven't proved any of it. How do I know what I can and can't do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I want to see it. Yeah. And then once I made my mind up, I just went on a, a rampage. I think I had like nine fights in a year. Oh, you know, I, I didn't want to stop. So when, when did you start here? What age? Start what? Start, start fighting. 20, 27. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so just within the last couple of years here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I ended up uh, uh, listening to that podcast and getting into it, you know, and I just never looked back. Holy cow. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, the wrestling foundation was, was pretty much set already. So now I was like, okay learning some striking that was the toughest part Mm -hmm. you know and being conditioned enough to even go you know 15 minutes 25 minutes or whatever it is you know that's kind of why i joined this gym yeah yeah to take that training to the next level very cool Mm -hmm. so with your striking and stuff is that was that jeremy at del rosa he's good with that stuff Mm -hmm. he's my main mma coach so he's Mm -hmm. the one that helped me blend it all together let's not go to different gyms and you know, get a smaller one-on-one stuff, come back and show my coach. And it was like a community thing where we all, you know, work together. Yeah. And on the project. Very good. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. So you recently, this summer, did, mm-hmm. did some traveling, mm-hmm. okay, to different continents here. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Uh, I, I was in Thailand for two months. Okay. Uh, uh, I was in Pattaya, Thailand, training at the Venom uh, training camp out there. Okay. Uh, and then all the fights were in Bangkok, so like hour two hours from there okay you know so yeah we always fight mostly overseas but one has just had their first uh promotion here in america back in may yeah. and now they're looking to have three to four more promotions over here in america and really tap into the american market okay mm-hmm. how was that experience over in thailand uh it, man it's different yeah it's different in america <laughs> you know like out there uh the u.s dollar goes so much further oh. you know uh so like you live really good out there versus oh, okay. like here, you're like, yo, man, I don't know if I can add a steak tonight, you know? <laughs> gas or, is $4 a gallon. Yeah, <laughs> so much different. I think the gas pie pretty much the same, oh. but uh, still maybe a little cheaper. But the food, just the live, daily okay. living expenses, so much cheaper and uh, very hot versus like how it is in the Midwest or hot and humid. <laughs> we train outside, you know, uh, oh, in cool. the heat. So whatever. So like imagine this room. Is like the the gym. Okay. See, it's no no ceiling, <laughs> and it'd be like a little tarp over the top, or you know, a, a metal roof. But everything you get all the outside elements inside. Humid so, as heck. Man, it, it sucked the life out you. My first day training out there, I didn't really know much about electrolytes. <laughs> you know and how how like how and when uh-huh. you would need them. You know, 
I think you just take them after a workout or something like that every now and again. Out there, it's a, it's a ritual thing. You do it, your body will break down. So I was, uh, I just got in the shower and sitting on my bed, and I must catch like a cramp in my hamstring. So I try to get up and stretch out, and then I catch them both in my quads. So now I'm just on the edge of my bed here naked. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, couldn't move. Oh, man, it was terrible. And I'm like, all right, so I need to be taking these every day. Yeah. <laughs> So, cause you just sweat so much, you sweat everything out, you yeah. know, all the electrolytes and stuff. But, yeah, but I, I, I like it out there. Cause the, your your first fight, how many fights did you have over there? Uh, t- in total. Yeah. Well, and this summer. This summer, two. Two. Okay. Two. So I saw the. I think the first one. Mm-hmm. That one was over in eleven seconds. Was that? No, six I seconds? beat that guy in like three and a half minutes. Oh. Yeah. Then I'm getting my my fights confused. You talking about the one when I went back to Thailand back in? February. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that one was double underhooks. Yeah, and yeah, then... the big slam. Yeah, because I saw the wrestler come out of you, right? There. Oh yeah, and naturally, it might come close. I grab him, but I normally don't like to engage in like wrestling unless like somebody just giving it to me. You mm-hmm. know, like they come too close and I get it, but you'll never catch me shooting in on a guy for him or It's okay. too risky to me personally because you can get kneed in the face. Gotcha. You know, you can catch an uppercut. Yeah. Especially like guys start seeing, I'd rather be up close, up high where mm-hmm. you can, you know, control me. And I always had good good luck with digging underhooks on guys and yeah. still being in a safe position, yeah. you know. So there we go. So it was a good summer. So sorry. So that fight I was referencing was back in February. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we had two this summer. Mm-hmm. Won the first one. Yeah. I won my first two fights out there and I lost my third one. Okay. The last minute wow. of the third round. Mm-hmm. Last minute. The last minute. Oh, I was beating the guy for 14 minutes. And he's very, very technical, very great uh jujitsu guy. Okay. He goes in on my ankle. He couldn't finish me with the heel hook. Transitioned to a knee bar and oh. I gave it up. Yeah, he had it deep. Sounds good. Good submission. Yeah. Oh. Is that why your knees all wonky right now? Because that knee bar? Yeah, it's getting a lot better though. Yeah. yeah. Good. yeah. Good. So talking so if we bring the strength and conditioning piece into this, because mm-hmm. the, the thing I love about the, the MMA piece mm-hmm. is that there's like, it's so easy to overtrain mm-hmm. because what do you need to work on? Everything. Like, yeah, it's, I agree. It's jujitsu. It's wrestling. It's just, it's the striking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the stamina. It's right. the strength. It's the recovery. And then you, you got a full-time job uh, right. <laughs> you know, on top right. of it and, right. Right. and stuff like that. So how do you, how, how do you balance? I how do you balance? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't balance it. You know, man, I just, I just try to do my best. You know, I think the hardest part for me is the recovery time because I, I never want to get my opponent more training than me, but he's probably getting more rest. So I guess I'm really, you know, in a sense, uh, I think not doing good, but you know, I just do my best, you know, like I feel like you never go into a fight, you know, 100% anyway, you always going to have something tweaking, you know, or, or body part not acting right. Yeah. So, you know, I work, I work around it. You know, uh, you know, I talked to Matt like, man, man, I'm not getting no sleep. What can we do? You know, and you know, he'll tell me he, yeah, he'll beat me to hell in here, and then he'll throw me in recovery later on after the practice or the next day or whatever. Yeah. You know, so we 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 make it work, and I go on there and and, and the show is like, hey, I'm putting in the work, and I'm I'm still beating these guys. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a line there where you know, days where you hammer and mm-hmm. Matt rips your soul out of you and then uh, you know time. other days mm-hmm. <laughs> you know hey sit in the chairs get some Norman tech recovery right. going on and right. you know get blood flowing and mm-hmm. make sure things start feeling better and right. you know mm-hmm. stuff like that well it really ain't even matt 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 uh tortures me in here for sure 
But then it's like, okay, I, I do the strength and conditioning here. And then later on, I'm training for three hours in May, yeah. moving in all different weird positions yeah. and stuff, uh, throwing a lot of punches, your shoulders go, your, your hips, your knees, everything hurt. But, you know, it's stuff you got to do. You know, you want to be good. You want to be the best. You don't want to lose, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a tough balance, too, where you don't want the lifting stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and this is so much like mm-hmm. regular sport where people are mm-hmm. trying to knock each other out. But, like, you don't want to go too hard in the weight room because it, mm-hmm. it takes away from your, your practice, right, you right. know, but obviously you need to get stronger mm-hmm. and faster and quicker and, and, and right, you know, right. more injury resilience and, and stuff like that too. So you, you can't half-ass that, right, you know, cause right. that, so there's, but ugh. I think too, the, the training that Matt has me do is, is not like traditional lifting, yeah. you know, it's not hard on my joints. I actually has been helping my joints and, what I hear from my, my teammates and guys I train with like, man, you so much stronger than last time. Like, what have you been doing? I'm like, man, I be doing some weird questionable stuff. We pulling sleds, pushing sleds. <laughs> I be doing stuff. I don't even know what to call it sometimes. But, you know, uh, definitely notice the difference. Even mm-hmm. in my body composition since I started this program, uh-huh. it changed a lot. My conditioning, when I grapple with guys, I can, I can last so much more longer. Yeah. You know, and Matt really broke it down to me. He was like, the uh, reason why you, your your body is gassing, your muscles are fatiguing because you don't have them anywhere else. They're weak in these areas. And he put it up on what's that, the Spartan machine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spartan force play, yep. Yeah, he showed me these imbalances. And he was like, well, once we correct these and stuff, you'll be a uh, much more complete athlete. And he, he wasn't wrong. Oh. You know, I can grapple guys forever now and not get tired and not feel fatigued. And my recovery time is so much faster, you know, especially when I'm out there engaging with opponents and stuff. I see how much more faster mm-hmm. I recover from a, a burst of, Whatever, whether it's punches or wrestling, how I notice like my breathing is better than theirs, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it's been definitely beneficial. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. I I love that that Sparta piece in the way of showing those holes in the game. Mm-hmm. But then especially within the wrestling, jujitsu, you know, MMA type thing, like if 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 you have weaknesses, you're going to default to your your strengths. Mm-hmm. You're gonna overuse those strengths, so you're gonna overuse whatever position, but you're gonna get fatigued, get get, get you know, right whole bad position, you know, because certain whatever, muscles aren't stabilized, whatever. Da, da, da. So to be able to fill those gaps, you mm-hmm. know, especially with, you know, if you're just jumping and landing, I mean, that's something right. different. You're trying to, you know, right. not get choked out by, right. you know, the right. guy across from you that weighs 200 whatever mm-hmm. pounds. Uh, strong joint, strong core, yeah. you know, uh, and, you know, I know we did the one workout out there on the uh, squat rack mm-hmm. where we would do the bands. Right. And I couldn't help myself up for 20 seconds. My body was fatiguing that oh, okay. And now I can do it for two minutes. I hold myself <laughs> with a purple black band mm-hmm. above my back. You know, and when I started seeing I was able to do that before, I'm like, wow, like yeah. I have gotten stronger. Because we don't do any traditional like benching, squatting. Mm-hmm. At least I don't. Yeah. You know, so I noticed like, hey, this is really helping my sport. You know, because when I grab onto somebody before I slam, I can feel myself like, you know, really crunching that person up in any position. Like I've yet to be outstrength by anybody. Yeah. I'll technique I'll technique me for sure, but conditioning and outstrength me will never happen. No. You know, so yeah man, I'm I'm real confident what we've been you know working on here. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. See now I want to break this down for regular people because the the idea of you you probably don't need to do a whole lot of benching because of mm-hmm. how freaking strong you are. Right. Like we're we're, we're you know you put 10 pounds on a bench press, is that, is that really helping you, you know, in the ring? Right. I would argue no. For some of our athletes, that, that's a huge deal, yeah. especially if they're younger and they, right. we need to establish, you know, a, a baseline and stuff. Mm-hmm. We already have the strength base. Because mm-hmm. what, what do you weigh? 
Right now, 280. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm big right now. Yeah. You got 265 mm-hmm. is the, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that perfect heavyweight weight mm-hmm. right there. I mean, that's, you know, fantastic. Do you normally walk around 280? Is that, that's pretty comfortable. Well, I used to be 340. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, Holy when, when cow. Matt, when Matt met me, I was 305. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, 280 is pretty. Pretty perfect. Yeah, I like, 15, I like chilling right not, here. Okay. It ain't too bad. Nah, yeah. nah, it ain't too bad. Is two sixty five pretty kind of lean for you? So, uh, I can lose more fat always, uh-huh. but uh, when I start dieting or doing too much, I be real low energy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to eat eat good and comfortable. I still can go train and feel good. You know, because getting fifteen pounds of weight off really ain't that hard. Yeah. You know, but I want to feel good when I'm training. Mm-hmm. You know, so really just dumping a lot of water but the tough part about that is for one championship versus like ufc or any other fight promotion bellator they don't do a hydration test so when we weigh in we have to be hydrated oh that's what makes it tough so i have to lose this weight and be hydrated first i just suck all the water out of me okay i can step on the scale tomorrow if i lose 15 pounds yeah you know but i have to show that i'm hydrated how do you how do you show that you, you urinate in the cup. Oh, okay. That, it's yeah. a, okay, urine test. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. And then they, they, they measure it and see you can't go over like a 0.250 okay. on a hydration scale. Okay. Yeah, so I'd be right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are goals moving forward? What are we what are we looking to accomplish? Uh, here in the strength conditioning program? No, more within more within your MMA My realm of things? Yeah. Oh, man, just keep kicking butt and taking aim. Okay. You know, like. You know, I, I have so much fun, like with the whole process, with the with the training. I love it. You know, uh, coming in doing the training, conditioning. Uh, it's a journey, man, for yeah. me. You know, like where it goes, where it goes. You know, I know I'm always gonna give my best. You know, the goal at, you know, the goal for me definitely to become a champion. You know, uh, and keep pushing forward, dude. I just try to just enjoy it all. You know, I don't stress myself out about anything. You know, I'm all, I know I'm always gonna go hard. I'm always gonna train hard. You know, we got to make tweaks here and there and up, and up my game. That's what we gonna do for mm-hmm. sure. You know, but I just enjoy the process. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, that's fantastic. It's just how much you love it. And if people would see this training, you know, in the way, of, like, I, if you're not dishing up, it's one thing when you lose a basketball game mm-hmm. and somebody scores more points than right. you. Mm-hmm. When you lose an MMA or jujitsu or like you. You're probably in pain. They they probably hurt you in some capacity. Man, whether it's physical pain, <laughs> mental pain, it, it all sucks. You know, uh, you know when I lost my last fight, I I wasn't upset with myself. Yeah. You know, I was really proud of myself. Yeah. You know, uh, well they go 14 minutes and go 14 minutes for the first time. So you think if a decision would have been called at that mark before the before the knee bar, do you think you would have had it? Oh yeah, I was winning. Yeah. Okay, go, you were go, winning. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. You will see. I'll tear them up for 14 minutes <laughs> and just got caught, man. That's part of the game. It's a crazy game. You know, you could be winning one moment, then next second yeah. you could be getting knocked out. You could be getting submitted. Yeah. Like anything can happen, you know? So it's like, oh man, like I made a mistake. You know, I got overzealous. You know, I was over the top of guy and when I know I shouldn't have been, and I was dropping bombs. And man, he switched to that ankle. I didn't emptied out the gas tank and he went for that ankle, switched to a knee bar, you know, and it was over from there, oh. you know? So, it's just all right. Let's, let's fight a little smarter next time. Yeah, you know, but there you go. Yeah, you know Corey Anderson. You guys met. I know, I know he's him. a local guy. And- I, yeah, I, I know of him. We never met. Uh, I think we got some mutual friends yeah. and stuff. I've been trying to get in contact with him. 
I think he's been ducking me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would love to train with Corey. Because I, I don't know where he's. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And I know he comes back mm-hmm. now and again. I don't mm-hmm. know where he's at right now. Man, I want to say he was in Rock Island. He was uh, out here. I want to say he moved to Colorado for a while. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm cool. I know he hunts. And yeah. like, he's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, I, how I much older too. is he? He's mid 30s? Yeah, he got to be mid 30s. Okay. I think 35, okay. maybe. Mm-hmm. Is he, he's, he's had a very nice career. He's, he's done well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, man. So we want we want to keep going here. So in, in the way of is this something I don't understand? Because you you fought in sorry what was the organization? One championship. One championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how? What are because obviously we have UFC UFC over here. What what, what are what, what's the dream here in the way of go from one to UFC at some point? It's, are we happy at one? Like how how does this? What, in your perfect I mean, it's, world, it's the all, next five years, it's 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 all it's all perspective. Okay. You know, if you if you talking about the Asian market, they get more viewership. Than UFC, ah, yeah, because you know, like yeah. out there, uh, one championship, they're on the local channels <laughs> versus the UFC. You got to yeah, pay per view. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So they're gonna get more viewership always until the UFC gets on local stations. Yeah. If you talk about okay, like let's look at social media, you can say social media views the UFC gets more because out here. People are more on social social oh, media. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah. to Asia, you'd be like, hey, what's your Instagram? They'd be like, huh? Instagram, what's that? And they'd be like, oh, okay, I don't really use that. Yeah. You know, so it's all it's all perspective. Like, how where do you want to be famous at? You know, or that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Me, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I I really don't. Like, if I'm getting if I'm getting paid good, then it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, and I'm I'm doing what I love. Yeah. You know, I got to go out there and fight. See what I've worked on. See if I can use it out there. So, it's, it's no ideal setting. For me. You know, we can fight in the backyard. I'd probably be okay with it. You know, as long as I was getting paid and it's like whatever. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how look, looking for with all the all the things that that go into making you know the the best MMA fighter? What what do you need to work on moving forward? Everything. <laughs> Everything. It, it's, it's, Even wrestling, it, it's like this, man. What you do, mm-hmm. you know, you always learning something. You're probably learning new techniques, yeah, new something, new new medicines. <laughs> yeah, you know, new is this everything? Yeah, it's always it's, it's never ending, you know. So you think you're striking good, then you go out and meet some guy who who just a monster <laughs> at it. You know, different different setup, different technique, different grappling moves. Man, it's it's never ending. And I think that's what keeps me interested because I can always it's forever learning. Yeah, you know, I feel like. You think you didn't match something got good at something, and then no, 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 it's still more to go, you know. So I think that's the the, the best part about it. Yeah, I'm always learning something, especially like once yeah. you learn it, too, like mm-hmm. oh, I finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. I finally figured out this time and this time and this range, uh, this, this wrestling move, this certain takedown, when to use it, you know. So it's it's always you know you always learn it. Yeah, you know, and it's not you learn through pain. <laughs> you know, uh, my first pro fight, I was fighting a guy like this tall compared to me. And, man, he hit me with the hardest punch I ever felt in my life. You know, and it made me question, like, oh, all right, here we go, you know. And uh, that's the beauty of it because when he, when he hit me that hard, you know, he actually gave me uh, blood hemorrhaging in my brain, you know, from this punch. And I didn't find out until later when they did a, a CT scan on my brain. And, and uh, I think back. You know, how it haunted me, how hard he hit me, you know, and I was like, all right, we got to get better so I don't get hit with any more yeah. shots like that. 
and then you learn. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it sucks because you like, all right, I gotta learn the moment, but that's part of life. And you know, that's showing that I can, you know, overcome adversity. You know, some people get hit that hard and they want to quit. Me, I'm like, oh snap! All right, let's go. Yeah. Now, now I gotta finish. You now you gotta go. Uh-huh. You know, that was my mentality when I was in there. Like this guy's dangerous. He gotta, <laughs> I gotta finish him. You know. But yeah, man. Sometimes you just learn. Sometimes you learn on the job. Sometimes you learn in the classroom. Yeah. You know, and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I think that's why I'm I'm excited for you because it, it's you find so much enjoyment out of it, and it's it's not even like the enjoyment of just like this this macho you know i mean beat you up and, you know, no, i'm a school teacher yeah exactly i can't be i can't be that way you know like even my opponents sometimes they're talking trash to me and the school i teach at everybody that talk trash so it's like you know, I, I love this stuff i find it hilarious you know i think that's why a lot of it doesn't get under my skin you know when they're talking trash because yeah. my students do it every day yeah you know i get more threats from my students than i do from these fighters you know and they tell me how time they can beat me up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, how do I be a tough guy here? I got this, you know, 13-year-old kid telling me they can whoop my ass, you know? So, yeah, it's whatever me. You, you don't ever pick up the 13-year-old kid? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> there ain't no cameras around. I would. At least I tell them that. Listen here, kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. They crack me up. Well, um, I did tell Pastor Tim that I'm, I'm supposed to tell you to stop picking on him. Okay? Mm, You're it's to... the other way around. <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> he, he said you come up behind him and just you know put him in a little rear naked that's and... not like what he be doing <laughs> that's definitely him and he, he says you keep complimenting him like oh you're so so strong so he strong. is <laughs> he is strong ask everybody at the gym about past him i guarantee you everybody at the gym you ask about past him they're gonna tell you how strong he is yeah. <laughs> he's stronger than some of our younger guys in there for a 60 year old man for a 60 year old man yeah. is crazy yeah i think you're taking something who's <laughs> He's five foot, oh, yeah. five foot four. Strong. <laughs> like, again, strangled by a gorilla. <laughs> He's got some pressure. He does. Yeah. He does. He got yeah. great grip strength. Uh, yeah, just, he's just different. Yeah. He felt like strong. He felt stronger than a lot of young guys out in wrestling. Yeah. Or, like, grapple with. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm... Because he's done a few MMA fights, if I mm-hmm. recall. Yeah. Um, which... Beat some younger guys. Which blows my mind that, like... Mm-hmm. To listen to him describe this experience, because um, really he describes it just like you do. Like it was just so fun. There's so much going on. Like you have to be focused on exactly what's going on. Um, you know, win, lose, draw. You go back to the drawing board. You enjoy the process, which is everything that you're talking about. Which is really why I'm excited to see what happens. You know, in the years to come here, because you really, really enjoy it. Like I know it's work and you get paid, mm-hmm. but like you really enjoy it. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. you know, like I. I'd be much more scared about somebody like that than somebody's like, you know, just punching the clock to collect the paycheck. Yeah, yeah. So gosh, to, to listen to Tim talking about those, those matches, like it's, I, I, I can't even believe it's him. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand some jujitsu stuff, but mm-hmm. man, you're Tim, you're throwing punches and taking oh, punches. Oh, yeah. Man, it is part of the game. Like, you know, you striking is like, all right, who can get hit without getting hit? Yeah. You know? I mean, who can give a hit without getting hit? You know, it's pretty much a game you play, like a game of intense tag. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you get tagged and it don't hurt that much. Sometimes you get tagged and it hurts a lot, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it's all it's all fun. It's never personal. No. You know, it's never personal. Yeah. It's just an extreme game. Yeah. But it doesn't look as bad as it does when you're watching it on TV. You know, it's really no? not. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Unless you're just untrained. And I can see it being very mm-hmm. overwhelming. But if you train this to happen to you a thousand times. Yeah. So if I got punched in the face a thousand times, what's another punch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, 
it's all it's all perspective, I guess. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't been there before, you know? So same thing with your son when he, he wrestled, he gonna, he's gonna get taken down uh, you know, a thousand times in practice. When he gets taken down in the match, it's not gonna be like the end of the world to yeah. him. Okay, I know what to do here. I don't I fight his hands, I can stand up, get my hips away. You know, it just becomes natural to you, you know. So yeah, it's all good. Dude, I love wrestling for little boys. I, I think I think that's one of the you know, to be able to control that. And I like the jujitsu piece too. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about wrestling is that you're never you don't you never want to be on the bottom. Like right. I love that like mm-hmm. I'm always trying to dominate, stay right. on top. Right. Um, but you know what I'm gonna yeah. tell you though? Jujitsu has improved my wrestling. Yeah. A hundred percent. Really? Okay. Yeah. How so? Uh dude, uh something I never done before was throwing the legs in. And really when I throw the legs in as a heavyweight too, mm-hmm. like you don't see that too often. You know, I uh throw the legs in on these big guys who I could never keep down with a tight waist and mm-hmm. you know, uh breaking down their arms and stuff. I throw my legs in now, I really stretch a heavyweight out. Ah. And you know, now it's like Oh man, like he can't get his hips off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those things I learned from jujitsu. Okay. So you know, and that's stuff you can do in wrestling too, but they don't really show you too much. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. uh, especially for bigger guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were showing just different positions, man. And then like even, uh, you know, you don't want your back uh, mm-hmm. to the mat in wrestling. But there's things I could do on the ground in jujitsu that I never thought about doing in wrestling, mm-hmm. and still be on the ground, but not giving up my back to give up points. Yeah. You know that kid. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard to explain. Yeah, but yeah, yeah definitely been beneficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I could I could totally see that. My my, my kids did jujitsu for two or three years before mm-hmm. wrestling, and then it was through COVID and stuff like yeah. that. And so we made the transition. Um, it took a little bit to make that transition because yeah. yeah. especially Reed, the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to go wrestling first and then jujitsu. Yeah, exactly, we went mm-hmm. in the wrong order. Um, yeah. and, but he was he was so comfortable off his mm-hmm. back, like being off his back. Mm-hmm. Um. Like submitting people off the back, little sneaky arm bars and stuff like that. Um, and it was, it, wrestling was a little bit of a, of an awakening. But now, yeah, I agree with you. That's yeah, you gotta do the wrestling first and then just yeah, because it, it, they they really complement each other nicely. Yeah, you know, but I I, I got a I got a friend. He uh did it opposite the same way, and he's uh pretty good at it. He did jujitsu for a long time. His dad is Sergio Pena, and I think he's one of like the, oh yeah. And he ended up uh, becoming like a three, four time All American wrestler. Okay. You know, and his style was very fun. I can never put my finger on it why yeah. he was so good when he told me he did jujitsu for a very long time. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Spencer Lee of Iowa. Mm-hmm. There, what's he wrestled? 125, whatever I think the latest yeah, is. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think he started with jujitsu back in the day and then somehow mm-hmm. switched to wrestling and never even looked back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some, some people, man, work for him. Jeez. You know? Lawrence, what did we miss? What do you what do you what do you wish I would have asked you? As, as I catch you coughing. I think you uh <laughs> I th- I think you uh I think we covered it all. Right. You got anything else for me? No, dude. I, I appreciate you taking the yeah. time. No, I appreciate you. Again, you're you're a very unique athlete within this whole thing. Like we, we train a lot of very traditional athletes. Mm-hmm. Baseball, soccer, basketball, you know, a lot of volleyball, football, you know. The MMA thing is just so unique. Yeah. You know, I get, I think the craziest piece is the balance of the training. Like, mm-hmm. if if a kid gets a little tired in volleyball practice or when they have a little crummy practice, that you know, mm-hmm. too bad. We overtrain here. You know, you're exhausted. Blah blah. Like, you can get hurt, and like that's that's the balance that. Um, I know you're young and you just get after it and stuff like mm-hmm. that too. But like, I I really think it's a beautiful balance between. Um, 
smart training and stupid training, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, you know, appropriate training and overtraining. Right. And, and, and you're doing a fantastic job with that. Um, I know Matt really enjoys, you know, getting after it with you mm-hmm. and kicking your butt a little bit. And, you know, he know, he know, <laughs> he know, like, days to take it easy on me because he had watched me come in the door and he's like, yeah, all right, we're going to do this today. So he know one of my, I'm beat. You know, I know it too. Like, if I go into, you know, MMA training later on that evening, uh, you know, I might not do such a hard mm-hmm. sport. I might just hit some pads, hit some bags, and, you know, call call it a day, you know. But I think the main thing, too, is just being consistent, man. Yeah. Just being consistent with it. Go in there and do something. Don't just take the day off, yeah. you know. So if my legs fry, okay, then I guess it's time to fry the shoulders and let the legs rest, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa, yeah. you know. So it's always something you can do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of the beauty within it because there's so, so many aspects to it, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, we'll get some pad work in. Right. Just take it easy on the body. Mm-hmm. And, and then days when you're feeling good, hey, we're going to get after it. Let, you know, let's yeah. see what happens here. Sometimes I was going there and just sit and watch. Yeah. If I'm really that, my body's that banged up, I'll sit there and watch and just learn mm-hmm. stuff about it. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and, but it's better than, you know, just going home and not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. You can just go in and beat up on Tim, mm-hmm. go home. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. He's a freak. <laughs> there you go. You better listen to this. Mm-hmm. There you go. Lawrence, I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for taking the time to come in. Oh, no, man, I appreciate you. I've been wanting to do this for yeah. a while. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. this is perfect for it. Because um, I, I, I don't think a lot of people understand this MMA thing. I think right. they, they randomly see pay-per-view ads on their Amazon account. And right. they're like, oh, look at that crazy thing. Right, you know? what's going on? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it's, like, I respect the bejesus out of it. Um, I love watching fights with my kids. Like, I think it's, like, I'm not trying to drum up, like, you know, whatever. I don't know. Just, yeah. But it's just fun. It's like this I mean, it's sexist. It's this guy thing of like yeah. men doing things. I know the women have gotten into it too, which, yeah. is, which is fantastic too. But man, it's so there's it's, it's so primal. it's so crazy that mm-hmm. it is very proud mm-hmm. insanely. Um, so we so are. I, I think we all kind of want to do it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to to an extent. Because uh-huh. you every time you watch you see the guy who never sparred in his life, never trained life, he's like, that wouldn't work on me. Yeah. You know, and he's like, why do you think that? You know, so. <laughs> Those armchair quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't believe he got caught on that. Right. Like, go show me how you do it. Show me. Yeah. Looks easy. Looks easy. My, my, yeah, I agree, man. I got my students saying, "Why did you tell? Why did you tell?" Uh, like my legs getting ripped off. You know, I wouldn't have did it. All right, go show me. Go show me. Two hundred sixty-five pound monster. Yeah. My leg off. They don't. They just don't know. Yeah. You know, you watch on TV. It's a whole different awesome Lawrence I appreciate you thank you so much listeners thanks for listening we'll catch you on the next one ladies and gentlemen thanks again for listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio don't forget to check us out on the social at Oak Performance and online at www.oakstrength.com backslash Oak Performance thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time